password to add money into the inmate's accounts. A notebook was also found in the cell the inmate shared, containing other people's social security numbers and credit card numbers. Both women face additional credit card fraud charges. Pentagraph's also in jail on a parole violation charge, and Hunter's also arrested on warrants from McClendon and Bear counties. Bill Oliver, 1620-945-WTAW. For more news, go online to WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber on The Zone. Listen to me, Louie Bellina, all week long to register for the Dude's Guide to Love. It is the ultimate Valentine's Day gift basket thanks to Texas Rose Boutique and friends. Friends like Pure Bliss Spa, where aging is a fact of life, looking your age is not. And Catwalk Hair Studio and Blowout Bar. Your look, your style, your image. That's Catwalk Hair Studio and Blowout Bar. Listen to me 11 to 2, Monday through Friday, and register to win the Dude's Guide to Love Ultimate Valentine's Day Gift Basket. Heading to a Houston airport? Let Ground Shuttle do the driving. Ride comfortably in a luxury shuttle equipped with reclining leather seats and USB ports for your mobile devices. Avoid parking hassles when Ground Shuttle drops off and picks up right at your terminal. And beginning February 23rd, Ground Shuttle offers even more frequent trips to and from the Houston airports. Reserve your seat at GroundShuttle.com or call to inquire about in-town charter service and private car service to any airport or destination in Texas. Ground Shuttle, let us do the driving. French Door Spa and Salon has your Valentine taken care of this year. Book a Sweet Relief or Cupid special package. Both include chocolate and champagne. Or the For My Valentine package, which offers a facial and a massage for one sweet price. And be sure to ask about French Door Spa's Sweet Treat or Sweet Escape package for the ultimate pampering of your significant other. Can't decide? Don't worry. Gift cards are available in any amount and make the perfect gift. Call French Door Spa to schedule your loved one's Valentine's Day treat today at 696-8992. When it comes to your bathroom, the shortest distance between outdated and updated is a trip to the Home Depot's Days of Doing bath event. Like vanities up to 40% off, faucets from only 49 bucks, plus a wide selection of online bath products. Can't make the trip? We can deliver. It's a good time to be a doer and a saver. Now at the Home Depot, how doers get more done. Limited time only. Event end dates vary by store. See store for details. Easter will be here before you know it. Want your organization or business to reach Christians of the Brazos Valley? Reserve your ad space in our spring Easter issue of Peace Magazine by February 17th. Peace Magazine is the perfect place to read about how our community celebrates Easter and to share in moving words and fellowship with local Christians like you. And parents, find a summer camp for your little ones with our handy summer camp guide. For more information, contact Dale Hendry at 979-695-9595. Baseball season is here. Well, ball might be two. Relay. Double play. Texas A&M. It's time for home runs. This one is going back, and he just went big fly. Pitching duels. He just struck out the side. And walk-off winners. And the Aggies get the walk-off in the bottom of the 10th inning, and they win it 8-7. Your home for all this season's action is right here on the Texas A&M Sports Network. Between heaven and the tall pine trees Hard land, I'm missing you Guitar band through the night It felt pretty good, I'm feeling alright Good and 
Good afternoon, Brian College Station. Welcome to the Bellucci Hour Lunch live on Sports Radio 1150 The Zone, 93.7 FM. I'm your host, Ryan Bronger. Our program is presented by GroundShuttle.com. If you value your time, Ground Shuttle, they do too. Maximize your Houston airport commutes with Ground Shuttle. Ride in comfortable reclining leather seats. Equipped with USB ports for your mobile devices so you can charge up while you ride. Reserve your seat now at Ground Shuttle. This is a special edition of the Bellucci Hour Lunch, a traditional signing day edition. We are here every uh, National Signing Day. I don't know how long this has been going back. Uh, but we've been doing, they've been doing this uh, on National Signing Day for quite a while. Uh, and we are here at the tap on Harvey Road. And it's a celebratory mood on National Signing Day because the Aggies have closed the book on the 2020 recruiting class and they've tied quite a big bow on it today with the announcement and signing of Arizona running back Darvin Hubbard, a one time Ohio State commit, as well as the big one, uh, Loosedale, Mississippi. Defensive tackle McKinley Jackson in what, in my opinion, since I've been covering recruiting, is the biggest signing day coup of the Jimbo Fisher era and is the biggest signing day coup that I can remember A&M pulling off since I fo- started following this stuff probably 10 or so years ago. When you consider the level of talent or the level of prospect that McKinley is, and I called him a five-star today on the radio and, and on Twitter Luchas called him a five-star today on radio. I view him as a, f- a five-star. He's a six-foot-two, six-foot-three, three hundred and thirty-five-pound man-child, athlete, elite athlete on the interior of the defensive line. You look at that level of prospect that McKinley is. You look at where you had to go into to get him. Loosedale, Mississippi. I'm not sure if you're familiar with the geography of the state of Mississippi. Loosedale is on the Alabama border just in southern Mississippi. This is the heart of the Deep South. When you look at who you had to go in and win a head-to-head over, when you look at this is the second signing period, so LSU, Georgia, Auburn, Alabama, they devoted all of their resources or a lot more of their resources to signing McKinley Jackson. The Aggies were able to come in here and were able to go in there today and pull off the, the or sign the highest-ranked uncommitted, unsigned player in the Deep South and one of the highest-ranked unsigned players in America. Just a huge coup, huge kudos to Jimbo Fisher, Mike Elko, Elijah Robinson, Terry Price for closing that thing down. And we are here today to discuss that, as well as the signing of Darvon Hubbard uh, at the tap on Harvey Road. Welcome in Mr. Billy Lucci. We'll also start previewing. Uh, we'll do some class superlatives and maybe look ahead to a 2021 wish list. Lucci, I mean, we've been on the radio for – an hour today talking about it together, but um, just the impact or, or what what statement did the coaching staff make today, uh, not only with Darvin Hubbard, but especially with what they did with McKinley Jackson? Two statements, I think. Three, they're relentless, absolutely positively relentless, and they will outwork you. They will outwork you if, if your name's Tom Herman, if your name's Gary Patterson, if your name's Nick Saban, it, Dan Mullen, it, they will outwork you, and they will. And, and along those lines, but also be, they'll leave no stone unturned. You know, as this process started going on, and that early signing date was over, it didn't take them very long to find Darwin Hubbard and and Ernest Crown over and going and close them out and say this this is what we want to round out our backfield. You know, 
while others were looking, you know, you, we both like the guy out of Houston. His highlight tape jumps out and catches your Frank eye. Brown. Yeah. Frank Brown. And, and there were some guys nationally that ourselves and also the subscribers, you start looking. You had a list of names really quickly that they were legitimately looking at. And they, they zeroed in on hey, the, these are what we need in our offense. These are what we need in the SEC. This is what we need to round out our stable. And they went and got them. And, and again, national recruiting is hard as hell anyway. But here's the art form that I think they're so good at is you've got to figure out, like they're doing that right now with 2021s. Like when a wide receiver from Miami Northwestern High School comes in for your Super Bowl junior day, you need to very quickly – recognize so you guys see A&M throwing out all these national offers and it's the same thing that Alabama and, and Michigan Ohio State everybody does in Texas they throw out all these offers because yeah that, that guy can play here that guy can play here but you're really, you really you've got to find out very quickly Bronny who are the guys that you actually can get who are the guys that are genuinely interested in you to the point where you say okay we can be in this guy's top five we can be in his top three we can get this young man. You've got to find that out really quickly because when you're going coast to coast, you don't have time to waste because McKinley Jackson and Donnell Harris and Fadil Diggs and Isaiah Ray, all these guys, that's just one position, mind you. Dallas Walker, they need all of your time, and you don't need to be too spread out because no matter how good you are, you can't handle it. So they are very good at, at leaving no stone unturned and at and identifying and attacking the out-of-state guys that they know they can get. And then I think, Bronny, it also says that, like I said this morning, you and I, and we're sitting there, and we felt really confident about oh. McKinley. And really, for a year, for months, I was sitting there before any national people thought it was a real thing. Those types that roll their eyes when you say him. Has, is going to get Jimbo Fisher. You say they're going to get Donnell Harris out of Miami or they're going to go and, and keep a kid in Chris Morris from going to Ole Miss the first weekend and Lane Kiffin getting the job. All those eye rollers were doing the same thing about McKinley Jackson. We weren't. But I'll say this. You, you, you had this the utmost respect. And, and you know what Nick Saban and Bama are capable of. Some, you know, outstanding recruiters. Sometimes there's just some magic that just seems to magically work out for that. Magic. And, and you know what you're up against. And you know the reaction, which we're always careful to say, like, don't let one guy swing it to where it's the only reason you call something a success or a failure. We should have learned that lesson a long time ago when everyone went crazy over Corey Nelson. He was so far down on the list of reasons why you know the was that the sherman tenure didn't didn't work out or or you know you swing on the one guy never matters that much but i think you know this one was a really big one and we didn't want to go completely out on that limb you you and i both agreed about a six when really when we talked about it we were probably about if if you just went off of the intel we were getting and, and you wrote that and i said it and wrote it just off the intel, it was all saying A&M. I had one source that said Alabama, one, and it gave me a little bit of pause because he was in Mississippi. Yeah. But, but everything else was A&M. And, but 
I think what the statement was today is maybe it's the Alabama fans and Nick Saban, and maybe it's the Florida fans and Dan Mullen. I got a buddy that's, you know, if he were an Aggie, he'd be one of the more prominent posters on Tex Ags. He, he's very plugged in with Florida, no matter the staff, has been for a while. And, and I, he gets it, and he's been noticing it for the last couple of years. But maybe it's that these schools, Brony, they need to be saying that about Texas A&M, where, man, I'm just going to tell you right now, there's a lot of schools you'd rather be going up against on signing day if you're Alabama, then Texas A&M. Bobby Brown says hi. Uh, Vernon Jackson says hi. DeMarvin, it wasn't on signing day, but and McKinley Jackson says hi. And other schools are, you know, understand that as well. This year alone. Glenn Beal. Yeah, Glenn Beal. But, but I'm saying, like, that battle right there, that was that head-to-head. You did that with McKinley. You went into Miami and did that with, with – uh, with Donnell Harris, and, man, there's so many, and I'm thinking about you flipped Akinola from Georgia, okay? that's uh, They might end up with the number one class. They did. They finished with it. Yep. You, you, flipped, you flipped a guy from the number one class that they dearly wanted, and that is factual. Thanks. That's not me telling you. Well, that, I'm, thank God for I'm you telling that. you this because I know. I'd hate to have a Kentner kid go to – Defect on A&M yeah. and go to – yeah. But so, I mean, they won some of the most high-profile battles in the country this year. I text today from two national guys. Two national guys texted me and said, wow, what a monster get for A&M. And I'm sitting there going, yes, you're right, but they got a few other monster gets this year as well. Let's not forget that. I mean, this class, the good news is it's not top-heavy. But, damn, it's heavy at the top. I mean, they got some <laughs> real top-end talent from a lot of different states, including Texas, and, and, and I'd put this class up against any I've ever seen A&M sign. A lot the last more, two, yeah, for that matter. A lot more to get to and analyze. On the other side of the break, you're listening to Blue Challenge, powered by Ground Shuttle Live on The Zone. Rise and shine. With Golic and Wingo from ESPN Radio. ESPN Radio. Mornings 5 to 8 on The Zone. Ground Shuttle is the Brazos Valley's premier transportation provider, well known for frequent and reliable rides to the Houston airports. Did you know that Ground Shuttle also offers private car service and charter service to any destination in Texas? Book any vehicle in our fleet to accommodate your group, from luxury sedans to full-size shuttles. It's the hassle-free way to get your group to sporting events and concerts, corporate meetings and dinners, and evening out, and yes, the airport too. Learn more at GroundShuttle.com. Ground Shuttle, let us do the driving. The Taps Crawfish Boil is back, along with the Front Porch Friday Happy Hour. Every Friday, join us for boiled crawfish sold by the pound, along with corn and potatoes. Enjoy 250 well drinks, $6.32 ounce chuggers of select draft beers. And do you like margaritas? Then try our double and tall Taparita on the rocks for only 5 bucks. Don't like crawfish but don't want to miss the party? The Tap has a full menu we're sure you'll love. The Friday Happy Hour is 4 to 8, and the crawfish begin around 5.30. It's first come, first serve, and only while they last. Check out the thetapbcs.com, and we'll see you on the porch. Be good to your vehicle, and it'll be good to you. Hi, I'm Gabriel Garcia from Traditions Mobile One Oil & Lube. And while that's a simple concept, it's so true. 
We're a full-service oil and lube shop with years of experience. And that experience tells us to always go the extra mile for our customers. Like topping off fluids for free on most vehicles and free tire pressure checks. See Traditions Mobile One Oil and Lube on Villa Maria at 2818 next to Rally Car Wash or at East William J. Bryan next to the main post office. For nearly two decades, Tex Ags has been the number one Aggie community online. And thanks to that community, we've been able to grow into so much more. Tex Ags is now an industry-leading media company that covers Aggie football, basketball, baseball, and recruiting like nobody else. Our staff of over 30 consistently delivers in-depth analysis, X's and O's breakdowns, award-winning video content, and the most reliable inside information you can find. So if you love the Ags, come check us out at TexAgs.com and become a premium subscriber. TexAgs.com slash subscribe liberty mutual insurance company presents and doug welcome to burger palace what would you like today yes i'd like to tell you that liberty mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need this is burger palace do you want any food yes uh one palace party meal no limu they won't put insects on a burger no, you can't talk to the manager. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. When you hear the Aggies on the zone, think about the businesses backing the Ags all season long. Park at Traditions Exceptional Senior Living, Prosperity Bank, and Cherry Rafino with Coldwell Banker Apex Realty. You're listening to the flagship for Texas A&M Athletics, The Zone, 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. Hour lunch live from the tap on Harvey Road, presented by GroundShuttle.com. If you're headed to either of the Houston airports, let Ground Shuttle drive you through the chaos and congestion while you ride in comfort and style. Avoid parking hassles. Ground Shuttle, they'll drop you off and pick you up right at your terminal. Book your easy airport commute at GroundShuttle.com. <clears throat> Don't forget, Monday nights here at the tap is karaoke. Tonight, Wednesday night, piano bar. Always a good time here for that. Uh, we'll be back on the radio tomorrow from noon to one as for our traditionally scheduled Thursday, Bellucci Hour Lunch, where we'll hit on a lot of Aggie basketball. Uh, Jimbo made some announcements today we may get to. You know, announced a nice miss staying at running back. But today's show will be primarily recruiting. Got a good crowd here on hand. I see some beers out in the audience, some folks celebrating hey. a fantastic recruiting hall for the Aggies. And Tough, uh, tough win last night for the Aggies. That was, you know, you say you like to say tough loss. That was a tough win because it took a lot of – toughness and and Jimbo always talks about grit Buzz's team has a hell of a lot of grit like they nothing comes easy for them and yet you looked up and and they took a one point lead 30 to 29 about five minutes into the second half there and you look up and and with about 30 seconds left they're up 20 they just ground it the hell out and I was uh I was really impressed I'm happy for the they're five and four raise your hand if you had them at over 500 midway through conference season. And nothing's going to get easier for them. In fact, it's only going to get harder when you look at the, the second half of the schedule versus the first. But they're doing things this year that when they do start playing in the second weekend and competing for SEC championships and SEC tournament championships, what they're doing right now is why they're going to win those things if and compete for them every year. We'll, get, we'll dive right 
a lot more into the basket, like I said, tomorrow's show. I want to get into that and get your thoughts yeah. on the progression of just what you keep seeing out of Buzz. It's yeah. consistently inconsistent, but we'll get into that tomorrow. want to kind of curtail it back to the recruiting talk. And you signed Darvin Hubbard today. It kind of gets overshadowed because of the McKinley-Jackson news. But I'll, I'll ask you to do this. Can you kind of before and after the running back room after this recruiting class? That's a tough one to do because – when the recruiting cycle started, the running back room looked like one thing. Mm-hmm. Then it looked like another thing. You know, you you could have started at some point when you thought when this cycle started last spring. What was it? Was it last spring that you still had Vernon Jackson, or no? That was when they kind of said he's not going to be able to yeah. be a ghost. It was two springs ago before his no. It was last this spring, past spring. He yeah. got hurt. When the cycle started, you really thought you had Vernon Jackson, Jay Sean Corbin, and then out of, you know, out of you, you at least thought you had Jackson, Corbin, and and Richardson, and then that was even if if uh, odds likelihood said somebody at the bottom of that was going to transfer. So let's let's factor Cabote and 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 Prince kind of out of it. But when this cycle was was really going. You thought you had Vernon Jackson, Jayshon Corbin, um, Cordarian. And Cordarian Richardson. Well, and Isaiah. Now you have now you have Isaiah, but you, you've lost everybody. But you added Anaya Smith, who Jimbo said today. What we've been saying, what I've been saying, is that he's going to keep him at running back. Stated that this morning, actually, and Jimbo confirmed that today during his presser. So you've added one, but yeah, I mean. Somewhere along the way, you, what you needed at that position completely changed. Because there was a point in time where you maybe thought you could take two running backs. There was a point in time where you could have said, you know what, if you go get one of these guys at the very tip top of this and, and an all-purpose guy like Achain, that that could be enough. Certainly three would have been enough. You had to go out and get four this year. And, and – I like the room now. Now, now you got these guys have to have to pan out. And I said it this morning. I think how Jay Graham evaluated will be on full display this year and next, just to see what I like about Jay. And it's going to be hard to replace. You can always go and get a superior recruiter. You can always go and get a superior coach. I think Jay Graham was very good at both. Um, I never thought the fans quite got that because this year's cycle didn't end with one of those highly coveted guys. I think, you know, everybody liked E.J. Smith. I think that was one they could have had had they not maybe focused so much on Zach. Maybe. Mom, I think, always liked the idea of him going to Stanford. But what Jay Graham could do and what I think Jimbo Fisher really loved is he knew so much time in Jimbo's offense and knew exactly – the type of back that fits with what they're doing offensively. So when you go and take Crown over and people go, hey, I haven't heard much about him. And when you go and take Hubbard and people go, well, his ranking's not as high. First off, with Hubbard, first off, with Crown over, he's 6'1", 225. And, and ask anyone that's watched him from the JC ranks, the high school ranks in that area, they'll tell you A&M got an absolute steal in him. He's one of those backs that would have gone to Baylor otherwise. And you'd look up and go, why didn't A&M recruit him? Kind of like different type player, but like Jermichael Hasty, 
so many of those backs that I don't care if it's the Big 12. You look at them run, and you know they can Baylor run. Baylor had a good run of backs. There They've had a, a great run of backs under Bryles and then carrying over to rule. But uh, he's that type of – what's the bigger back they had a few years ago that was so good? And I forget. Somebody during the what break. What, Lake Seastrunk? No, it was after Lake Seastrunk. Uh, he went crazy on North Carolina in that bowl game. Just we'll look it up. But anyway, I think he is like what they needed to replace – you know, you needed a big back when you lost Richardson in particular. You know, you've had a long time that you've been without Vernon, but when you lost Cordarian at 240 pounds, you need a bigger back. And then in Hubbard, here's the thing what you want to say. He was once committed to Ohio State. DeAndre Jackson was once committed to Auburn. These guys are – it's the same thing like Cordarian Richardson was once committed to Clemson. So different reasons for these – all three of them, it was injury-related. In Cordarian, it was grade-related, academics. But there was a reason why they just quite didn't end up where they were. But that talent that those coaches saw, is it's there. And now they're healthy in the case of Hubbard and Jackson. Ohio State took a commitment from Darvin Hubbard. LSU went in and offered him, and they went a different direction, okay? So here's how this works. They pivoted and said, we want Trey Bradford out of Lancaster. And they went and got him. It's funny because A&M didn't go hard. with Jay Graham and A&M didn't go hard after Trey Bradford. It was right there in Dallas. There was just something. Maybe it was the fit in the offense or whatever it was. They didn't go in that direction. They went after Hubbard. So literally to each his own. But both schools thought, you know, both guys can play at that level. As far as, you know, he just misses the cut line for Ohio State. That doesn't mean that the guy can't come to A&M and be really damn good. And I, I just – He's also coming off an injury. When yeah, and Jimbo even spoke about that in a press conference. Same yeah. deal with DeAndre Jackson. Because both these guys, they're going to get healthier and healthier, and their bodies are going to get back into the shape before their injuries. I think – no, these are both kids. Jackson that are, had a nice senior year. Yeah, he too. did. And but they're gonna their progression. They're gonna yeah. keep progressing and getting better. They haven't come close to touching their ceilings in high school. This is a depth class in the backfield. I think with a sensational guy in, in Devon Achain. I think that that you've got a, a skill set of guys that kind of it kind of runs the gamut. And I don't know who's gonna emerge out of this. Um, but it's going to be really interesting to see out of Hubbard, Crown over Jackson, who's kind of the first one to make an impact, and then who ends up being, you know, I, I think you left Achain out of that for a reason. Yeah, because I think Achain, I almost put him in a separate category. I mean, I think he's a running back. I don't call him an athlete, but he really is an athlete. I, I think I can't wait for the first snap next year that Anaya Smith and. And Achain are on the field at the same time together. I, I, just like I can't wait to see Baylor Cup and Jalen Widemeyer out there together. Like the versatility and what they're going to be able to do with these guys is, is just it's insane. I mean, if I'm Jimbo, I'm spending the off season. I'm looking at ways. You know, how did West Virginia use Tavon Austin? Go watch the uh, Super Bowl. How the Chiefs look, use all those look guys? Look at the Super Bowl with yeah. Tyreek Hill. Look at Kelsey and. You know, I'm just saying yeah. with the with Achain oh, okay. and, and Smith. Like, look at, yeah, look at Tyreek Hill. Look at Tavon Austin. 
Uh, who's the guy at Florida that was so good with Percy the Viking? Harvin. Percy Harvin. Those type talents and all those little reverses that you run into, that you run into uh, Courtney. to Courtney Davis. Man, those two guys, to me, that's more opportunities to give them the ball in that situation and see what they can do. You go back and look at the way the 49ers ran the ball in the Super Bowl, the way they were giving the ball to Debo Samuel and turning him into a running back. I thought my little Debo for MVP pick was going to win me. It was like 2,000 to 1 odds. I thought midway through the third quarter I might have had it. He was leading the Niners in rushing. It's like just give the guy a touchdown reception. That will be next. That's what A&M did with Anias in the bowl game. Run it, run it, run it. Wide open for a touchdown. That was one of the overthrows. But, man, Jimbo's got to be sitting there going, I've got so much to work with in the backfield now in terms of versatility. Now you need to see is there is there a superstar in the group, including Isaiah. I think at the bare minimum, Isaiah is a really good SEC back through his whole career well, also, here. But is he ready to take that next step into in, in being one of the actual best yeah. in the league? Uh, we're going to go a little bit of an early break. When we come back, we're going to talk class superlatives, maybe look ahead to 2021. You listen to the Blue Chair Lunch, powered by Ground Shuttle, live on The Zone. I'm Chelsea Reber with your community calendar on The Zone. Nominations for the 2020 Student Employee of the Year are open. For additional details and to nominate a student employee, go online to jobsforaggies.tamu.edu. Plan Ahead, Be Prepared is a free event to provide the community with information and tools that will increase disaster preparedness awareness. Come out on Monday to Kyle Field Plaza from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Benchley Church of Christ invites you to a weekend series, Creation Evidences, featuring evangelist David Bonner. The series is February 13th through the 16th. Visit Benchley.org for more information. Do you know someone who gives their time to make an impact on this community? Nominate them for a Jefferson Award. Go to kbtx.com for more information. Register during the Louis Bellina Show daily from 11 to 2 to win the ultimate Valentine's Day gift basket. Thanks to Texas Rose Boutique, Cinemark Movies 18 and HD, Messina Hoff, and more. I'm Chelsea Reber on The Zone. When you're driving, the reflectors on the roadway are white. But did you know they'll shine bright red if you're driving the wrong way? That's a sight you'll never want to see. Wrongway driving usually occurs at night when drivers are tired, have been drinking alcohol, or when visibility is limited. Don't be a wrongway driver. Pay attention to road signs and never drink and drive. Because there's no right way to be a wrongway driver. Be safe. Drive smart. A message from TxDOT. Everyone makes mistakes. Mistakes can land you on the wrong side of the law. If so, you need someone on your side. Steve Gostitis, attorney at law, has over 20 years' experience fighting felony and misdemeanor charges. Steve Gostitis will fight for you. Call now to set up your free consultation, 823-9111. Qualified people are ready to take your call. Call 823-9111 or visit GostitisLaw.com to see how Steve Gostitis can put the law on your side. Be good to your vehicle, and it'll be good to you. Hi, I'm Gabriel Garcia from Traditions Mobile One Oil and Lube. And while that's a simple concept, it's so true. We're a full-service oil and lube shop with years of experience. And that experience tells us to always go the extra mile for our customers. Like topping off fluids for free on most vehicles and free tire pressure checks. See Traditions Mobile One Oil and Lube on Villa Maria at 2818 next to Rally Car Wash or at East William J. Bryan next to the main post office. 
Springtime in Texas. Nothing quite like it. 80 one day, 30 the next. Baseball, basketball, golf, tennis, and everyone's favorite recruiting. We try to keep it all straight every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6. And Mondays, we give you the only local radio show in America devoted to college tennis. The Steve Denton Show will give you more clarity than the Iowa caucuses. Amaze your friends with your vast sports knowledge and keep it tuned to 1150 AM or 93.7 FM. Back Belushi Hour Lunch, powered by Ground Shuttle. Do you know Ground Shuttle offers private car and charter service to any destination in Texas? Luxury sedans, full-size shuttles, it's the hassle-free way to get your group to sporting events, concerts, corporate meetings and dinners, or just an evening out. And the airport, too. Don't forget that. Both airports in Houston. Ground Shuttle, let them do the driving. Do a little class superlative action, Luch. With the addition of McKinley Jackson today, does that move – the defensive line haul to the most impressive group that A&M signed this cycle. Say that again, most impressive D-line coach no, in no, no, no. Hall. Is the defensive line yeah. s- signing class the best group that A&M signed this year? Oh. It's like a superlative. I mean, right off the top of my head, hell yeah. Um, yeah, no, no question about it. I mean, two for two at linebacker. You know, linebacker and, and quarterback just a one – one player guy, but the two at linebacker are really good. But I thought I mean, you may go DB. To, no, no. I mean, Cause I have. love the DBs. I mean, I think Antonio Johnson and and Jalen Jones are as good as you're going to get. I mean, they're as good as you're going to go out and sign. You hope to sign multiple ones like that every year. Moten's got a lot of potential in George, but I still think top to bottom, just depth, inside out, you know, that's going safety corner, nickel, and with depth. Yeah, D-line's absolutely no question the best. DB would probably be number two. Linebacker linebacker might be three. I mean, receiver was really – this is just a great class. I mean, you could go through it. Yeah. But every position was was really good. What's the lowest rated position you think that they signed? Is it, you know, they only signed one tight end, so it's hard to, you know, and I think Blake Smith was actually really underrated when you watch his tape. That dude's going to fit in this offense and be outstanding. But O-line, well, guess what? It's just tackle thin. You say that, and it might be, but, I mean, what if – Chris Morris can play tackle and be a, a total stud. I just saw Chris Morris when I was walking out of the Jimbo's press conference. If if you if you think you're just so smart to say he can't play tackle, I think you're you're nuts. Now I think he's an inside guy, but just to look at him and go, long arms, tremendous. For, I mean, and the athleticism is there. I think he's a guard. I mean, he could even be a center if they, if they wanted him to. He's smart enough to be, but. I think uh, forget tackle thin. I just think if that's your lowest rated group, you're a huge bankhead guy, and I don't disagree with you. I think he can be an absolute mauler inside in the SEC. And then look at the top of that. If the top of your group, Chris Morris could have gone basically anywhere. That's the best player in an entire state, 
and he's an O-lineman that doesn't sit there and put up stats. He picked you over Bama, Tennessee, and OU, and your other guy picked you in a straight-up head-to-head over Georgia and had offers from the whole country. And and that's your least highly regarded signing crop. Well, I'm trying to do superlatives that will have an impact – they'll be impacted by McKinley Jackson's yeah. news today. So the biggest or the most important signing of this 2020 class was who? Most important? Yeah. Uh, front table just shouting yeah, out like this. I like Jerry. it. It's participate. Make it interactive. You're going to turn it into the Jerry Springer show, though. I don't know. Because uh, I could make a case for so many different guys. I know. Guys. I'm make it, that's why it's a good question. Make you pick one. Yeah, well, I won't do that. You know better. You're the waffle. Um, you and the McKinney brothers. No, Jimbo oh, but- Fisher is the recruiter. So it's like <laughs> he makes it really hard to answer these questions because how bad did you need a, a lockdown corner in this class? And you went and got Jalen Jones. How bad did you need an edge pass rusher desperately? And you might have got two of them. If you want to go the statement route, how do you differentiate between Donnell Harris and what that meant? on the grand stage, and McKinley Jackson. How do you devalue and take anything away from landing a, a an impact guy on signing day from the Deep South, the heart of Deep South that, that's 325 pounds and can play? I mean, how do you not say it's Haynes King with what your need was at quarterback this year? How do you not look at Devon Achain and say, how desperate were they for speed and playmakers? Or how is it not DeMond Demas? That's who I would say. With what he meant to get right. the ball rolling. Yeah. That's that's and, the reason why. That's why I would pick DeMond. And to maintain that ball rolling. Yep. How he, how huge was he for this entire cycle? He and Jalen Jones. The, he was I, the most important one. Jalen Jalen did a good job behind the scenes. Yeah. DeMond was your poster child. But and he did such a good job of being that guy. I'm gonna go with, I'm not gonna pick one, like you said. I'm gonna go with those two because of what Jalen in terms of the need. I mean, yeah. the need, man. You saw it this year. that they, they, they have to get better in these certain – what are the areas this year where it cost A&M football games? I, you know, where it cost A&M games against the elite, where it kept them from being – you know, remember, remember the speed at the beginning of that Auburn game in the first quarter when Schwartz runs it in. You just In a couple plays where you're going – they just don't have the, the speed they need to keep up with these guys on the edges. And then the lack of a pass rush. And then, you know, the receivers, the lack of, like, separation and, and just to every down playmakers. And you look at, the, you know, the skill speed on offense that, that other teams had that A&M didn't. And then, you know, and then you go back and you look at the DBs and you say they couldn't cover Bama's guys. They couldn't cover LSU's well, guys. They couldn't tackle them in space. They either. couldn't make play. Yeah, and I mean that's what I mean by that too. Yeah. Just out athleted, out speed. You couldn't handle that. You couldn't handle it against uh, Auburn for much of that game. So, yeah, I mean, Oklahoma State gave them problems in that regard. So to me, like a Jalen Jones was every bit as important. But I would I agree with you. I'd put those two guys at the top. Maybe an under the radar guy that you're expecting to get on the field earlier. And this kind of goes to Darvin Hubbard. Somebody, I don't know if it's Darvin or Crownover or Jackson, but somebody out of that group is going to be playing a lot more than, than the, the rankings say. 
And I think maybe one of those linebackers, man. I would, well, but see, I mean, like we've heard Jimbo I don't talk know about why they wouldn't. Play. I mean, you got two seniors that are going to start, and you generally yeah. play two. Um, but I don't think it'd be a stretch to say that at least one of them, if not both, are going to really push guys like White and Hansford. I mean, those guys are going to play. And White, I think, prominently factors into your future at the position, and hopefully Chris Russell too. Man, if you told me that out of Chris Rush, Chris Russell, Andre – Chris Russell, we're like Rick Russell over here. Chris Russell, Andre White, and, and then you're going to throw in – you know, Antonio Doyle and Edger and Cooper, and there's other guys in the mix too, but I'm just saying right out of the top of my head to say those four and say two of those four are going to replace are going to replace uh, Hines and Buddy after this year with another year that of, might be of seasoning. The, I mean, the defensive line room wins. It's going to look the best with yeah. the best players, the most top-end talent. But that linebacker room, compared to what it was 18 months ago to what it is now, that's the biggest transformation on the roster. And that's great recruiting, too, because – and not just, you know, Bradley Dale deserves a lot of credit for that, but so does the entire staff. Because if you really look at those recruitments, who recruited who, uh, there were, you know, a lot of guys played key roles in getting some of those guys from out of state. That's with misses, okay? So – when A&M doesn't sign Christian Harris, when A&M doesn't sign Noah Sewell, when they don't get Drew Sanders out of Dallas, it's not the end of the world because they're recruiting at this level where there are other guys that are just as good or that are really good and that are clear upgrades that just make your room better without having to get the very top-notch guy at every position. or, or And who's to say – that these guys aren't going to be better. Like, everyone freaked out when A&M didn't get Xavier Alford, and then a few days later they go out and get Antonio Johnson. Mm-hmm. Antonio yeah. Johnson, college. ask any college coach in the country, I, I guarantee you Texas would have taken Antonio Johnson. I, I liked Alford, and I would have liked to have seen A&M figure, had figured out a way maybe to work. There's a guy that I don't think it's the be-all, end-all. I like what he's about. I would have liked to have seen him in the mix. I don't call that like a, a some kind of big swing and miss or anything, but I would have liked to have seen him in the mix. Same thing, Jalen Kimber. Same yeah. thing. Yeah. Either way, yeah. If you told me that that current D line hall, I mean, DB hall plus maybe one of him. One I think the same thing, Josh Eaton too. There were some names in state that they were hot and cold on, that they got hot on and then missed. Or what, Eaton yeah, I, didn't do it for me as much as those two. Mm-hmm. Those two, I thought, if you give me one of those two to be the icing on the cake, I think that defensive class would have been a damn near perfect. I mean, what Mike Elko, Elijah Robinson, Terry Price, Mo Linguist, Bradley Del Pivido, what they did on that side of the ball was really impressive. And Mike Elko, here's what I love about getting him back. And, and keeping Elijah and Price in the mix and getting a guy like Santucci who has been in Elko's. So now – I don't think TP's going anywhere. Everyone on this staff on defense, save TJ Rushing, who's an exciting hire in his own right, per everyone I've been talking to, not just here since he's been here, but that have known him. Now four out of your five coaches on that side of the ball are all incredibly well-versed in that system. 
and that not only pays huge dividends on game day and in preparing the guys to play within that system, but also on the recruiting front yep. to sit there and know exactly what we're looking for to play in our system. You know, Florida looks like, and I don't know if they've announced it yet or not, but it looks like they're going to get Princely, Umami Allen, right? Princely was that guy that always – the big selling point for A&M was that they were running a 4-3 and not a three-man front. He ended up going, ironically enough, I think, to a, a general three-man front in what Florida does. But guess what? And, and Florida's, Florida, and Florida's Florida does good at theirs. Well, no, but I think he, that's where he fits. That's the best fit for a guy of his frame and skill set. And, and as recruiters – you have to recognize that and, and get the guys that are the absolute best fit in your scheme. And when you have a whole staff of guys that are intimately familiar and fully, you know, well-versed in that scheme, you recruit better. I also think it helps you on the recruiting trail pitch the kids, right? Yeah. We know exactly how we're going to use you. On the other side of the break, we got a stack of questions from here at the tap that we've got to get to. We'll give away, was it movie passes? We'll give away a T-shirt today and close the show. On the other side of the break, Blue Chair Lunch, powered by Ground Shuttle, live on The Zone. I'll find Bomb Show, weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. Presented by Polaris Fun Center. Paul Feinbaum is, is SEC Country. And, and Eggieland is SEC Country, too. Jo- join Paul, weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. Polaris Fun Center sells and service Polaris ATVs, Rangers, Razors, Global Electric Cars, Brutus, and the Polaris Slingshot. Polaris Fun Center, where they sell and service fun, not tractors. The voice of the SEC. Oh, and you can hear Paul Feinbaum, weekdays 2 to 4 here on The Zone. One of the reasons you work is to keep a roof over your head. So what's the condition of that roof? I'm Luke Bradisich. And I'm his brother, Kurt. We own Lone Star Roof Systems. And we'll be happy to do a free evaluation of your roof. Then we'll offer options from shingles to metal to tile. You need the right type of roof installed by an experienced company. That's us. We stand behind our work. So you can stand under it. And just for the record, we're Aggie owned and operated. No jingles, just roofs. Click myaggieroofer.com. The Taps Crawfish Boil is back, along with the Front Porch Friday Happy Hour. Every Friday, join us for boiled crawfish sold by the pound, along with corn and potatoes. Enjoy 250 well drinks, $6.32 ounce chuggers of select draft beers. And do you like margaritas? Then try our double and tall Taparita on the rocks for only five bucks. Don't like crawfish, but don't want to miss the party? The Tap has a full menu we're sure you'll love. The Friday Happy Hour is four to eight, and the crawfish begin around 5:30. It's first come, first serve, and only while they last. Check out the tapbcs.com and we'll see you on the porch. Fender benders, parking lot challenges, scrapes, bruises, and bumps. I'm vehicle challenged when it comes to avoiding objects that get in my way. Hi, I'm Mary Mike Hatcher for Oscar and Sons Body Shop. My car is my second office, and it's so important to keep it looking great. Oscar and Sons Body Shop has done just that. As a family affair for over 40 years, they remove cosmetic blemishes to major auto body repair. Google Oscar and Sons. They'll come to you with a free estimate for your repairs. Oscar and Sons Body Shop. They wreck it, we fix it. You need help if you've been charged with a crime. The justice system is daunting. You need an experienced defense lawyer to obtain the best results for you. Steve Gostaitis, attorney at law, has been helping people fight criminal charges for over 20 years. Call Steve Gostaitis now to schedule your free consultation. 823-9111. Qualified people are ready to take your call. Let Steve Gostaitis put his experience to work for you. 823-9111. Visit GostaitisLaw.com today and get the help that you need. 
For nearly two decades, TexAgs has been the number one Aggie community online. And thanks to that community, we've been able to grow into so much more. TexAgs is now an industry-leading media company that covers Aggie football, basketball, baseball, and recruiting like nobody else. Our staff of over 30 consistently delivers in-depth analysis, X's and O's breakdowns, award-winning video content, and the most reliable inside information you can find. So if you love the Ags, come check us out at TexAgs.com and become a premium subscriber. TexAgs.com slash subscribe. Did you miss the scores from this past weekend? Want a full update on what's going on this weekend in AM Sports? AM Sports. Sports. Tune in Mondays and Fridays at 9.50 for Round Aggieland. Aggieland. Come on. Come on. And only on Tex Ags Radio. Here on the Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. It's my station. segment of the show, Blue Chair Lunch, powered by GroundShuttle.com. Sponsoring our question of the day. We take your questions from here at the tap on these index cards. We read them. We pick the best one, and you get a T-shirt as long as your name is on the card. You are eligible to win. Ground Shuttle, let them do the driving. Luch, we got a lot, so you, we got to move here. Uh, would you compare McKinley Jackson to the old SMU, I think, defensive tackle named Ball? You're talking about Jerry Ball from Beaumont? Well, that's that's a big time throwback. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'll let you guess which table that one came from. Jerry Ball, Jerry Ball out of Beaumont. I mean Charlton Pollard at Beaumont, I think. Really? I can't remember. He's a legend down there. You know, Beaumont football capital of the world. No big deal. McKinley, uh, Jerry Ball. Jerry Ball was a large, large man. I think Jerry Ball was a lot shorter, if I'm not mistaken. Um, you know, John Randall was different. Leckler, Hearn, Texas. Leckler was actually spent a lot of time with him this week in an NFL 100 guy, you know, all-time NFL guy, but probably whipped up on Hunter more than once in practice at uh, with the Vikings, I'm sure. But did you ever hear the story about Romanowski punching Hunter in the in the gonads? No, but can we save it for tomorrow? Because no, we got, we got I, a thousand questions. Perfect. I'm going to tell you, it's the story's over. Romanowski was one of Hunter's arch nemesis. After the play one year, they were in a shoving match, and Romo just punched him below the belt and dropped him and drew a 15-yarder. So, <laughs> okay. anyway, go ahead. Uh, this one, I like this one. Our question of the day, winner, but, oh, can't Can win it. Can we just do that? I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll make a pass. If you ask this question, you win. You didn't write your name on it, though, okay. so I shouldn't give it to you. In your opinion, in your opinion, do you think that this class is stronger on the offense or defensive side of the ball? I like that Good question. Good question. I actually think you find I'm, a winner. Find a winner. Okay. I actually, Write your name next time. I actually think I'm going to go defense slightly. I love I love this defensive class. I really like what they did on offense too. But I, I love the defensive class. Um, King Achain and Demas could swing that. I mean, those guys are so. T- and we're not even talking about guys like Moose and Price and and uh, Morris and. Aki and there, yeah, there's a lot, but I like I love the defense. It's one of my one of the most excited I've been since I've been covering this on a defensive class for AM. Is this class of twenty twenty the best AM's ever signed given all the players that are number one at their position? It's in the conversation. It's in the conversation. I mean that in the last you know, since you gotta go back now before the ramp, I'm sure Jackie Sherrill signed ones like this, R C 
early on, but it was like midway through RC, not even midway, like late RC when these things really started picking up in terms of uh, more sophisticated national rankings, not the, uh, you know, the Mac, you know, Max M. Finger and, and who's the other famous guy that's been doing it forever, but when it was just kind of individuals that were respected nationally and then came rivals and you kind of finally started up on that. So really you're talking about the last 20 years or so. And A&M, these, two of the, these last two are two of the three highest ranked ever for A&M. The other one was number five under Kevin Sumlin. And I'm not going to take away from it because the class ended up really stinking up the joint and, and really derailing his tenure because – Hindsight's always twenty twenty. We're talking about where they were on signing day. But the reason I say these last two are the two best A&M signing in the last 20 years is because that number five class was number five because they signed 32 guys. And three um, five-stars. Imagine, but imagine A&M. You can say three five-stars. I can say 32 guys. Imagine if this class with, what, one or two, two five-stars? Imagine if this class added six more guys to it. You could add six more where three of them are high three stars and three of them are low four stars, and they climb up that thing even more. They might, they probably pass LSU, maybe even the number four team and be sitting at four. So, yeah, that that's where the difference was. So, yes. One, you mentioned something two. about RC. We got two questions about uh, is it safe to say the wrecking crew is returning? Uh, we've learned to pump the be bra- skeptical yeah. and pump brakes on that, but I'll say yes. You know why? Different. You're not going to choke teams out like the. I mean, even Alabama can't do that. You saw LSU's defense that won a national championship. They looked amazing down the stretch. They had games early in the year where they were getting cut up pretty good. Today's day and age of offensive football, so many guys that used to be great defenders are playing on offense. But my answer is yes because. You have a badass defensive coordinator with a badass recruiting staff, one of the absolute best head coaches when it comes to recruiting in the country, and you're adding that all together, and now all of a sudden you're giving giving Mike Elko a bunch of badass players at all three levels. My answer is yes. Texas A&M will be playing elite championship-level defense in very short order. How long will it take for the A&M fans, in quotation marks, to begin chirping if Achain is a niest and doesn't play or start until game four or six or later? Who's the better judge, Jimbo or the fans? And well, apparently I that, mean, right now that question fans, comes Right from now the, the fans will say, well, he looked really good in the ball. I, I, look, here's what I think is important. Here's what I think is important. I think when you see guys like Demas – and Achain, and even Anias now last year when you look at you, I think you need to step back and look and say, okay, exactly what do we need to do to get those guys up to speed faster where they can break it? And this year was unique for Anias, though, because you were almost going to be, like, giving up on a couple of – not a couple, but somebody proven you almost had to push – you know, I think they were wanting to – give Kendrick Rogers the benefit of the doubt as long as they could because he was so special in that. But I do think you've got guys that you need to crash course them 
and get them ready to play as true freshmen because in this day and age of college football, they can. And you guys can nitpick it on Anias, and, and I agree. After Arkansas, I didn't see why we didn't see more of him. But in general, they timed it up perfectly with those guys. Damani was ready from the start. Uh, DeMarvin Leal, when he hit his stride, boy, was he really impressive in the second half of the season. Kenyon Green had to play him early. It probably hurt him in his development, but you had to. You had no choice. 20 seconds. And then uh, who's the other guy? Isaiah. They had to play him by default. They would have probably liked to have waited till about midseason. Look how good he looked in the second half. So there's a combination of patience and getting your best talent on the field. We'll be back here tomorrow to continue to talk about recruiting as well as Aggie basketball, the start of the AM Spring Sports as well. Louis Bellino on the other side of the break. You listen to the Blue Channel Lunch Powered by Ground Shuttle live on the zone. One of the reasons you work is to keep a roof over your head. So what's the condition of that roof? I'm Luke Bradisich. And I'm his brother, Kurt. We own Lone Star Roof Systems, and we'll be happy to do a free evaluation of your roof. Then we'll offer options from shingles to metal to tile. You need the right type of roof installed by an experienced company. That's us. We stand behind our work. So you can stand under it. And just for the record, we're Aggie-owned and operated. No jingles, just roofs. Click myaggieroofer.com. When you hear the Aggies on the zone, think about the businesses backing the Ags all season long. Commerce National Bank, Rudy's Barbecue, Schulte Roofing, and The Sleep Station. You're listening to the flagship for Texas A&M Athletics, The Zone, 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. It's all A&M, all the time with Gabe, Billy, and Olin. It's Tex Ags Radio, weekday mornings 8 to 11 on the Zone 1150 and 93.7 FM. This is KZNE College Station, Brian. WTAW, I'm Chelsea Reber with a news update on The Zone. A pharmaceutical company located in the Bryan College Station Bio Corridor is collaborating with a Chinese corporation to develop a vaccine for the coronavirus. A news release from iBio states their company will use the same technology using a relative of tobacco plants that has created candidates for vaccines to treat yellow fever and the human papillomavirus. WTAW News thanks the Brazos Valley Economic Development Corporation for telling us of the partnership. College Station City Manager Brian Woods is also an officer in the Navy Reserve. After Woods emailed city employees, he talked about his upcoming deployment on WTAW's The Infomaniacs. When I interviewed, that was something I, I definitely discussed with counsel, is that it was a realistic possibility. I, I would not have put money that it would happen so quickly. Woods says he will remain in contact with the city council and senior leadership during the approximate one year that he is gone. 
Two Brazos County jail inmates are accused of using a stolen credit card to put money into their jail commissary accounts. The victim notified the sheriff's office last month of illegal charges totaling $369. According to the arrest report, 20-year-old Benita Pennygraf of Bryan and 32-year-old Kristen Hunter of Calvert shared a cell where deputies found handwritten notes showing the victim's name, address, phone number, card number, expiration date, and security code. Pennygraf is accused of giving that information to an unidentified third person who used information from the stolen card to add money into the inmates' accounts. A notebook was also found in the cell the inmates shared, 